Lost Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to What's the Word? The show that's about finding out what motivates people to succeed in their respective careers. My name is Shaval John, and thank you for joining me on this show. I had the honor of chatting with Melanie Meyer, and she's the founder of the Fit Free Project, which the Fit Free Project is about experiencing your future goals of now to change your mindset so that a new fit body is a natural and long lasting outcome of your new belief system. She is also a uh, she's also a certified nutrition consultant and also has a fifth degree black belt who as she was also recently inducted into the Karate Union Hall of Fame. Now I had the opportunity to chat with Ms. Uh, Meyer uh, recently about uh, how she got into fitness and also uh, her favorite uh, her favorite uh, sports team and also her uh, her time as a TEDx uh, speaker. So without further ado, here's the interview with uh, Melanie Meyer. Melanie Meyer, welcome to the show. Thanks, Cheval. Great. It's so good to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be on the show. Really honored. Uh, let's go, we're going to start with an icebreaker. So do you have a favorite sports team? And if, and if so, who is your favorite sports team and why? Oh, my gosh. You know what? I know that you ask other people this, and I should have prepared myself good in the house. But I got to tell you, I don't watch any sports. Like, zero. So, I, in fact, the joke is, when there's some kind of playoff, um, I always ask what sport is having the playoffs. <laughs> I don't even know what season it is. That's how bad I am. So I can't actually answer your question at all. Like I couldn't even make up something. Well, in a sense, you can because you you're a martial okay. artist. So so let me flip the question. Who's your favorite martial artist? Wow, that actually might be harder. Um. My favorite martial artist. Well, you know, I have to say, it's going to be really cliche, but I do love my Bruce Lee. And really, I think the thing that I love about him the most is not his martial arts, but really his philosophy. He's actually quite a philosopher. If you've read any of his stuff, then you know that. You know, he. I think he had... He really wanted to make it big in, in movies, but that was because he really wanted to get his message out to people. And he knew that the more exposure he had, the more people he'd be able to reach with his philosophy. So for that reason, I'm going to have to say the Bruce <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that. I love, I definitely love Bruce especially watching one of his uh, films when he... When one of the one one of the messages was when he had uh, he in order for him to be successful in movies he had to go to the back door, which meaning like he went to Asia to become yeah. a per se, yeah. and then and then directly that helped him to be, to be like recognized in Hollywood per se. But but I got it. But how this like how does that transition into what you do as uh you know running your fit free project? Well, I, I want to tell a briefly story because I think it will help that little transition. Um, many people don't realize that uh, Bruce Lee was um, had, was the one who came up with the idea for Kung Fu, the TV series. And that's because he wanted to, of course, be the actor for 
that series, but they didn't think that an Asian person could uh, pull the audience. So they cast, of course, as we know, David Carradine, uh, who is not Asian, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and, um, you know, when you read about this and what Ruth Lee had to go through, really the discrimination that he had to go through, even though he was the most qualified for that role, per se, like as far as his skills, but that translates a lot into business and it translates a lot into our personal lives um, where we are discriminated in some way, either, um, and it might not be about race, um, and it, it might even be discrimination that we have against ourselves for all I'll tell you one that I see all the time, uh, discrimination against fat, for instance, and how people beat themselves up about uh, the way that they look, uh, about how much they weigh, what their number is on the scale. This is all discrimination, and, um, and it's not fair, and it's not nice, it's, um, uh, and it traps us, it traps us. So that is what I do. I work with people on moving through the discrimination that they have against themselves and others. Sometimes that comes up too. And, um, and really get them to appreciate and love the body that they're in. And uh, that doesn't mean, you know, accepting how it is to the point of not doing anything about it. It's actually creating an action plan that gets you excited and motivated and gives you lots of energy and juice to live a life full of passion and purpose. Yeah. And and that really is a good transition because it leads into your uh, TED talk that you gave, uh, you know, about uh, us being the super, superheroes. And I love how you started it when you said, uh, you know, if the plane was about to crash, you know, would you be able to save it? And it led to the fact that, you know, in a sense that every time, like, in our minds, like, you know, obesity, obesity and, and of course, bulimia, and I think I forgot the other one, the one where we think that we're, where we need to lose weight. Anorexia. Uh, anorexia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is, is, is about to crash, like, you know, ourselves. But you, but it was really powerful. Can you share with us more about, uh, uh you know, give wow. us a little summary about that chat, about that chat, which people should watch that chat. Okay, so I was, you know, that I did that talk quite a long time ago, and it was when people were really talking a lot about obesity and how it was a huge problem, and that, um, but everyone was looking outside at why there was such an obesity epidemic, and I just wanted to turn the conversation more around to what's going on inside because that's actually where everything's happening. That's where everything is generated. Okay, so we can say, yes, big pharma, and, you know, uh, they're putting all this crap in our food and, you know, blame everybody else. Um, even saying, oh, it's genetic, those kinds of things. They're all, you know, excuses that really put us into being victims. And what I just wanted to shed light on is that really people um, – there, there's many reasons for the obesity epidemic, but it's not just what's happening to us. That we're actually doing these things to ourselves because of how we feel about each other, about ourselves. So, 
for instance, um, you know, anorexia and bulimia are two sides of the same coin, uh, using food and um, in a dysfunctional way uh, because of emotional and psychological issues, right? This is, it's serious. It's not just, oh, start eating or stop eating or whatever, right? This is really serious because it's about, it's about mindset, it's what, about what's going on inside of us. So that's all that talk is really about. I'm not going to give away the whole talk because you just go and watch it. <laughs> it's only 12 minutes or whatever. Yeah, but it, it really is about what's happening on the inside of yeah, us, not just what's happening like, to like, us like, on the outside. Now, how did – now, I, can you share with us of how did you uh, overcome your, your, uh, your struggle with uh, bulimia and – Okay, you know, what was your mentality? Well, how did I get over that? You know, I don't know. I, I don't know if you ever get over it <laughs> completely. I, it's part of my story. It's part of my story that um, and my story continues to live on as, um, as I continue to live on. So, um, you know, I still struggle with food um, and using food in inappropriate ways. Uh, does that mean I still do bulimic behaviors? No, I don't. Um, but do I still have some of those poisonous thoughts that come in sometimes? Well, yes, I do. And uh, But now I've just learned techniques on how to deal with those thoughts rather than trying to make myself wrong or bad or, you know, go off into a binge or something. Um, I've created support for myself. Um, I've got, like I say, techniques around um, helping people with that. Um, and I find, and, and that's what I do, that's why I do this for a living, so I can help other people and, and in turn really helps me. So I would love to say that that part of my life is over, um, but I wouldn't change it for the world because I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about how um, how I think. I've learned so much about yeah. other people, and it's given me a great level of um, empathy for the entire situation. I know people who don't know what it is or have never experienced um, addiction behavior for themselves uh, have a hard time relating with it. And so I know that that's why I was meant to help people in that arena because I, I experienced it as well. And that's, that's really awesome, you know. And, and, of course, it you know, you use martial arts as well to to get to where you're at right now. So... Like, can you share with us, uh, you, you know, about about how martial arts can can help uh, those of us who who are entrepreneurs as well, mm. you know, be successful for the better? Oh, that's such a great question. Well, like, um, because I really do believe that, and I'm actually working on some different things to be able to share that information um, even more concisely. So, um, I really I love martial arts because. It's an amazing metaphor for everything else uh, that goes on in life. And um, I'll give you a couple of examples. So when you start off uh, in martial arts, you know nothing, right? You're, you're a white belt, and you've got to have you have this white belt mind, which means you're completely open to new possibilities and to learning. And you've got to have this white belt attitude, this 
this open mind in order to be able to let anything new in, right? Your cup's got to be empty so that it can be filled with this new information. And it's, you know, it's that same principle whenever we come up against any obstacle, whether it be in business or whether it be personal, because if we think we know it all already, we don't have that white belt mind, then we can't learn anything new in order to be able to change the outcome. So, um, and, and uh, conversely, on the other side of that, anything that you want to learn in martial arts is learnable uh, if you train consistently. So, if there's some kind of move that you want to learn to be able to do, and I've always got white belts that, that, oh, I want to do that spinning back heel kick. I cannot wait. Well, you'll be able to. You just have to take the steps. It's just a system where you learn little by little. You know, you don't go from white belt to black belt. There's many belts in between. And uh, so you just get to that next level, which gives you a foundation where you can go to the next level. And that applies, as you know, in business and in our personal lives as well. And of course, uh, you, you know that's really a good. That is a good analogy there because I saw that you're a part of a martial arts business association, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I've ever heard of that before. Can Can you share with us about that association? Yeah. So we, um, as martial arts school owners. Um, it's like any business. It'd be like uh, being a dentist. You know, you go to conventions with other dentists <laughs> and you learn. <laughs> and uh, But it's a business association so that we uh, help each other with marketing. Um, we help each other with uh, different ideas for systems within the school, that kind of thing. So we all learn from one another. It's, uh, it's an awesome association. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So it's a, it's a business like everything else. I mean, we're just we're teaching um, martial arts, and in our school, we're teaching um, fitness kickboxing as well. And so, it, as with everything, you know, you, you want to grow your business, you've got to have a business mind too. You can't just do the skill um, or the art of it. You have to learn a little bit of the science of it too. All right. Now, uh, what are the challenges of running a business? Well, uh, there are so many challenges. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is such a loaded question, Shabal. How long is this show, anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Take as much time as you want. No, there's there's a lot of challenges with um, any kind of business. So I um, I have a brick-and-mortar business right, where a location of people actually come to, but I also have online businesses, and um, so the challenges are surprisingly similar, and of course, there's a lot of differences too, but um, I find that for most business people, and what we talk a lot about in my business association, is that um, people think it's all about the marketing and all about attracting new people. And um, I have a little bit of a different philosophy. I, I don't think you need that many people. I think um, if you're McDonald's, you need a lot of people. You need a lot of people eating a uh, 79-cent burger kind of idea, right? But if you have quality clients and quality students, 
um, you can make a good living by taking care of them the best you can. So to me, it's about retention. Yes, marketing and getting new people in is nice. And uh, but really creating value for the people that are already with you, I think, is the key. So I always encourage anyone who has a new business, and I know I've met a lot of people on Blab that have new businesses and they want to you know, grow these online businesses, and they feel bad when they don't have hundreds of followers or thousands of followers, comparing themselves to other people who do and go, oh, I'll really have made it when I had that. What about followers, you know? If you have 30 people who follow you, but they love everything that drops out of your mouth, that's much better than having a thousand people who, you know, who care less. So take care of the ones that, um, it just sort of gets to, um, you know, this idea that we all have something really important to share. It's something that I believe it was given to us by God, you know, however, whatever it is you believe, but that it was given to us as our responsibility to get that out there. And it might be the same content as what someone else has to share. In fact, there's very few new things out there. But the way that you have to share it is unique. And there's only certain people that can hear it from you, and in fact, they need to hear it from you. And so that's your job, is just getting in front of the people who need to hear it from you. They might have heard it a thousand times from somebody else, but they couldn't hear it because it had to come from you and from your experience and with your heart and with the way that you're able to communicate that really dives into the way they can hear it. Do you understand what I mean by that? Yeah. So that's that's the key, really, in my opinion. Um, you know, would I love to have thousands of followers and have a really big influence? You know, if that was what was meant to be, I would love that. That'd be great. However, I, I have to tell you that um, I even just thinking about the few people you know that uh, I work with and that I've worked with in the past that lives have been completely changed. You know, I wouldn't change that at all. I'm satisfied. My work, I've done it. You know, I. Um, that's what I do. She's definitely. All right. I really had a question. What is the rewards of a business? The rewards of business? Oh God, I've been running a business. Well, I think uh, one of the challenges that people uh, talk about a lot, and I know I've come up against it a lot, is the whole idea of building a team. And I have to say that that's one of the biggest payoffs. Uh, for having a business is having a team of whom you start to serve them. So, you know, when you can see and you can pass on the things that you've learned and the things um, that have grown the business and you can use them with your team to grow your team members, it's so rewarding. And you watch them and you see the light bulb going off for them. It's so great. It's like... Um, uh, it's, I mean, it's really great to take a, a client or a student through a system and watch their life change. 
but when you can teach someone else to do the same thing, uh, that, I don't know why, is even more rewarding, I think, to know that the work continues and it doesn't end with you. Really? Right? You don't want to be the superhero that when you're gone, then there are no more superpowers, right? You want to make sure that the love continues on and that the work goes on even after you're done. Definitely. Now, uh, now, how I know you touched a little bit on like, on that, but you know how important is uh, live streaming, especially for us entrepreneurs yeah. who's trying to build a business and reach out to new audience. Oh my gosh. Well, I love Blab. Okay. I'm not a little bit. A lot. <laughs> I really, I really feel like I like found my thing. And, um, and that is because I really prefer to work with people. I, I prefer to see people's eyes. Um, I get a lot from people from the energy and from the way they express themselves. And um, I mean, I don't know if, if this ever happens to you, Saval, but I've had people write me things, and I just go, "Oh my gosh, what a great connection!" You know, because they're such a good writer. Then you meet them, it's like, "Whoa, is this even the same person?" Right? Because they're they're just a talented writer, but they're not able to express themselves maybe in other ways, and that are important to me. So um, I just love that um, that Blab seems to be a way, and Periscope as well where if it's raw, it's real, it's in the moment, um, you don't have, you know, you don't have people that can just um, sort of know you too much because, frankly, it, it's all out there. They cannot, they either know their stuff or they don't. So I love that. Um, you know, I know it's challenging for people who are a little bit more shy and self-conscious, but... I just want to give a couple of words of encouragement, if I could, that part of this whole platform is really about just doing it, and um, and because it's so raw and so in the moment, it's over like that, and you'll, you'll learn. You just have to start it, you just do it, and then it, it'll be terrible sometimes, and it'll be great sometimes, but you start getting a little numb to that, you know, like once in a while I look down at my screen, I go, oh dear, <laughs> and I go, oh forget it, <laughs> right, because it doesn't actually matter, and when you start getting more numb to it, um, and, you, and it, you, that only happens the more that you do it, so the more you do I remember the first few things I did on video, I, I did them, and then I redo them, and redo them, redo them. And then I'd edit them again for hours. It was just, oh, it was so painful. And then even after it was oh, done, I'd look uh, at it again and go, oh, no. And just okay, labor okay. over every little thing. It's just, you don't have okay, to do so that here. Done. I love that. It's just, it's done so, and get on with it. It can be more about the content. And it can be more about the connection, which is uh, why, you know, we're in the people business. So why not connect the best way you can with people? Oh, no. I can't hear you, Saval. Oh, there you go. Sorry. I just can't hear you. 
the thing about is that you know, it allows us to be ourselves, basically. And we, and at the same time, you know, I'm an introvert, so so this was like, you know, me, you know, I, you know, chatting with you, with everyone here, because I love the interaction with people, and that's the best part about that. Now, now I got it. Now, now quickly, I'm since uh, you know, you have been on a lot of since you hosted your own lab show. I allow people who are podcasters, broadcasters, television journalists, or the former to ask me a question on the show. So, so you, I'm gonna allow you to ask me a question here. Okay. Oh no. Boomy, oh, you sure. are so funny. Oh, you just uh, pulled that out, Boomy. You? you just can't help yourself. <laughs> awesome. I have a little bit of fun. I'm uh, not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But, uh, yep. But, uh, so what questions we got going on here? Uh, you can ask, no, I have, well, I'm, what I'm going to do, I'm going to allow them to ask a question after the show. Since the show. Oh, okay. Okay, no problem. But, uh, but, it, but I'm going to allow you to ask me a question, you know, yeah, since you're a part of the situation. Oh, thank uh, you. Is that what you said earlier? I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. I would love to ask you some questions. So, Go ahead. I, what I want to know is, what is it that you've learned from sports that you've taken into business? Oh, wow. Uh, well, I've learned that uh, that if you that you cannot allow a circumstance to better. And I'm going to going to put a put an example of one the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh like they were down uh two two to zero in the first two games of the ALC AL uh American League division series. I guess Texas Rangers. They lost the first two in their home city. They had to go to Texas to win two games to take it back to Toronto for the decided fifth game. Not only did they beat Texas twice they beat them. They dominated Texas twice, and then until then, in Game Five of that crazy game, okay, Got Texas it. scored three. Right. Scored a run in a crazy play that led to three-two. In the bottom of the of the same inning, the seventh inning, Texas had opportunities to get out of the inning. This they had three. They committed three errors that led to the time run, and then the the moonshot home run. By Jose Bautista, that led to them lead, take the lead, and it erupted the, the crowd there. That that shows that they had the mindset to believe that they were going to win, even though the circumstances said otherwise. All right. That's how. So that's how a sports can can help anyone, an entrepreneur or writer. That hey, even though things might not go well for you. At the moment, uh, honestly, you have yeah, to keep that mindset doing. to believe that everything uh, will be better I, for you for the better. I, uh, yeah. was gonna, it is all about mindset and everything. Yeah, so I, I have a um, a saying uh, that I say all the time. In fact, I said it in class this morning when I was teaching. Um, that everything is a metaphor for everything. You can really find the parallels and the metaphor in it all. I love it. Especially when it's something like you're so passionate about sports. That's why I asked you that question. So, um, you know, you you are the one to bring up the metaphors from sports into any any other part of our lives. 
you could probably give a good example of um, how to make relationships better through sports, couldn't you? <laughs> probably so. Probably <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's I mean, but it's like you know, like for self-help, you know, reasons I would rather you know like to like use sports to let people know that hey, you know, every they can succeed for the better. You know, they just have to have the right mindset to believe that they can achieve their goals of being a podcaster or become financially independent for the better. Yeah, now I remember quite a while ago, Cheval, you were, um, I asked you what your goals were, and you said that you wanted to move out and you wanted to get your own place. Can you tell me, give me a little update on that? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, uh, well, in a sense, I have moved out. In a sense, I have my own place. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I have moved out, and I do have my own. But at the same time, you know, I'm I'm not quite there yet to be where I'm financially independent yet, but I'm getting there. So, Good to you. You got, a, you got a plan? Yeah, I do. Definitely have a plan. Nice. That's where most people... Uh, where most people make a little bit of an error, right? That it's um, they they have hope. And hope is a wonderful thing, uh, but with hope you need to create a plan, and then you need to follow your plan, and um, and then you have to do the work. You have to actually take action. And uh, a lot of people would rather just hope, hope and pray, buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> Yeah, that's that is true. That's true. Well, I see. I see you being really successful. You know why? Because you have a heart for people. You do. Thank you. You have a heart for people. You're always so helpful with people. You, um, you know, even you doing this show, it's helping to people. And um, uh, I think you know when you're serving others you can't help be successful on every level. So I have no doubt that you're going to make that all happen. Thank you, Melody. Thank you. Now, uh, now this is going to be a quick two-parter question. Uh, you know, how important is social media? And if you had the opportunity to spend one day with someone you admire, past or present, to learn from, who would that person be? Hmm. Okay, so is social media important? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're uh, if you want to do any kind of marketing at all, um, social media is important. And and why is it important? Because it lets people inside to you. It's your opportunity to uh, share yourself. So even if you're a big company, and you'll notice this, even the big companies are doing it. They're finding a way to get into social media and, and provide a voice for the company so that people can interact because that's what people want. People want to connect with each other. So social media is a big part, you know, but there are so many different platforms. is a little alarming, and it's a big, big time suck, so you have to be careful, um, and that takes a lot of discipline. But, um, but having a plan, even a, a social media plan, 
I think uh, is a good way to go and uh, a lot in certain periods of the day and the time during the week to focus on it um, would be a good idea. And then your second part of your question. Oh, it's a totally different question <laughs> about um, what person. So I have to tell you that, um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big Oprah fan. I love Oprah. Um, and watching her through the years, I mean, I, I started watching her at the very beginning. And watching her grow was, uh, was amazing, actually. And um, I look at all the people that she got to meet during her show and, of course, in her life. And there are some people that she's had a chance to meet. And the way she got to meet them and the relationship she actually created with them, I just, um, you know, I sort of live vicariously through her probably. So, and one of those people would be Maya Angelou. I just think that woman uh, was amazing. I'm very sad that she's gone now because I won't get a chance to meet her uh, at least on this plane. But, um, yeah, from the past, uh, that would be someone I really wish I could have sat down just had afternoon tea with and talked about things. Yeah. Love the way she thinks. Uh, I love her poetry, um, her strength, uh, her quiet energy, and yet her laugh and her joy of life. Really wonderful. Wonderful role model for me. All right. Well, where can people find out more about uh, your your work? Uh, well, you can follow me on Blab because I do a lot of strange things on Blab. Um, also, <laughs> um, Periscope. I'm uh, doing a lot of different things on Periscope too. I'm cooking on there. I am uh, doing. A, I have a leadership scope that I'm doing on there, and um, so the social media. Uh, I think on Facebook, Instagram, all of those things. I have a website. I'd love for you to check it out, fitfreeproject.com. And um, I also, oh, you know what I am really excited about? Big girlfriend. I am really excited about um, a new product that um, I had to create out of necessity. Um, and that's a, a whey protein product. It's a supplement. That um, and you can see that cleancut.com, K-U-C, clean K-U-C, uh, com, and that is a protein supplement that has no um, fillers or additives or any of the crap that's in all the other uh, protein powders. So I'm very excited about that. This is a new project that I just um, that just came out. Yeah, thank you, Jamie. So Seth, you can reach me any of those places. All right. Well, Melanie Meyer, I want to say thank you for taking the time off to your busy schedule to be on What's the Word. I'm really, really honored. Uh, do you have any uh, final words for our audience that's watching this show and also who will listen here on the podcast? Well, I just want to encourage uh, any of you. I know many of you watch these um, these blabs and listen to these podcasts so you can grow your own business. And uh, I just want to encourage you to surround yourself with people that you admire, that are doing wonderful things, um, and collaborate with them, serve them, and uh, find out ways you can support them. 
and then come up with ways that and know ways that they can support you because really collaboration is where it's at. I mean, I met you all through Glad and we made a connection and now I, I feel, I don't know why, I feel so close to you and like I support you 100%. And it's just from, you know, meeting, meeting on this platform. So reach out. Um, I know some of you are introverted, but um, reach out anyway, make comments and um, ask questions and just take some action, get involved, and uh, you'll be surprised whether it's relationships. It's all about relationships. Whether it's relationships will take you um, on your journey towards your purpose here. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Melanie Myers. She really shared some valuable information about, you know, her 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 project, the Fix Me project, and also, you know, how you know the importance of of connection with people for the better. So I hope you will uh, check out her website at com. And I'll follow her on Blab as well and on Twitter as Melanie Myers. Well, uh, that is it for tonight's show. If you if you want to find out more about uh, about about the upcoming episodes, uh, on live recordings, I'm sure you can you can visit my website www.veronomedia.com forward slash podcast dash two, and you will see uh, the upcoming episodes as well. And also, you know, follow my follow up my you know the the post on you know, sports topics related to, like, helping people to succeed for the better as well on com, And also, you can you can uh, check out other of uh, all the, you know, all the other uh, content that's, you know, with, from previous episodes, from previous guests here, you know, on, on Blog Talk Radio as well. So please uh, check it out. Well, uh, that is it uh, for for tonight's show. I want to thank uh, my guest, uh, Melanie Meyer, for joining me on What's the Word. And the show is about finding out what motivates people to succeed in their careers. My name is Shabal John. Be real and be independent. And I leave you now with uh, Krista Earl, the Just People. Have a great night, everyone, and a happy Thanksgiving to y'all. I'm going to see you guys next Monday night. <laughs>